I was born ready. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Drake Finger Podcast, and uh, despite that assertion, that was not born ready. You're not ready for this episode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back after a brief break. How long has it been? Uh, a couple weeks. As we did. we took our two week two I week break. I lose track of time. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I mean, part of it was because I think you know Dell had a whole list. He's like, "Oh, my wife's making me take care of my own kid," you know, and just the one. Can you be just the one kid? I know. Um, you know, you got a whole a whole lot of them. Some of us <laughs> don't get two years off for maternity <laughs> paternity leave. Well, I mean, again, life choices. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you should talk to your boss, the coffee guy, right? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Well, what's the other thing? So, like, uh, yeah, and then we had the COVID. Now, me being the man of iron that I am, I didn't even you know. You can say had. I have to yeah. say have. Uh, Gina actually right now is COVIDing into her microphone. I. Oh, Live man. COVID I, coming yeah, at you. I, you know, co- COVID had me. You know what I mean? Like, Ew. COVID was infected by me. That's it. Because I didn't even know. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like Chuck Norris <laughs> <Yeah>. style. <laughs> COVID's going around <laughs> telling its buddies, Omicron 5BA5 is like, that. I got that Adam strain now. You know what I mean? Because that's what happened. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, there was a little scare, a little hospital scare for a kid. He had a high fever. Uh, it this was is scared. how we found out we had COVID. Yeah, because we didn't know. We thought it was allergies. We thought it was like, that little, yeah. little nose. I mean, this is the first I'm, I'm hearing of it. Yeah, oh, we yeah. thought only two people in our household were suffering from seasonal allergies. Cause Which happens. Grass pollen was high, and mm-hmm. these two people yeah. suck when it comes to grass. So we're like, figures. Look. And it seemed to just get worse angle, every time they went outside. Leg. So we're like, yeah, allergies, yeah. whatever, you know, fine. keep your germs to yourself. But mm-hmm. we're not too concerned. And then combine that with, well, I wouldn't say combine it, but the same time concurrently, we thought our one-year-old was just dealing with some teething issues for a couple of days. Happens. Like a little fussy off and on, mostly fine laughing practicing walking all normal but like monday night last week he was warm during the night i was like ah, he's got a fever but all of our kids have run fevers when they're teething even yeah, though sure. some people say that doesn't happen it totally yeah. does yeah and then the next day he's fine again well we've got a picture of him on tuesday at like 5 p.m playing the drums mm-hmm. and then that night he gets that fever again so we put him in bed with us, and we're like, you know, let's just go to sleep. And then uh, I wake up suddenly. I think we both woke up to the sound of him puking in the bed. Yeah. And it was like a uh. a big puke explosion, which he does not do. Yeah. And so we picked him up and rushed into the bathroom, like, to turn on the light and just, like, assess make the situation. Sure he wouldn't, sure like, choking on it or nothing. Yeah, because he didn't sound right. And... He, once we turned on the light, he didn't look right either. Yeah. He he was kind of in a like a teddy bear pose, a little like daze. arms out by his mm. sides and just mm-hmm. like a like vacant look in his eyes. So that's it. I think and I said. We're like, uh, oh, yeah, we're like this. This isn't right. Something's wrong. Go to the hospital. Yeah. So I took him, went to the hospital while Adam was gonna like get our other kids ready and figure out, you know, what, what are we going to do? Um, 
I freaking like laid on the horn. I held him in my lap while I drove so with one hand. The, the, the hospital's only five minutes away. There's a benefit to living downtown or in town or you know. Yeah, living. in town. So it was a quick drive, but I think Gina made that drive, that five minute drive. That's if you're obeying the laws of this country. Uh, she did it in like thirty seconds. I think. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe two <laughs> minutes. But yeah, I pretty much ran every stop sign and light just you know glancing for traffic look it was 5 30 in the mor- five in the yeah. morning yeah. so nobody is out thankfully so just fast forward a little bit um so like they were you know they were wondering like what what's going on they're like dealing with them testing see what's going on J- like what kind of viruses were like i don't know so they're running tests they're taking blood like what could it be you know it could be anything from like meningitis yeah they're asking questions what has he been exposed to i'm like i don't know he's oh. got some mosquito bites from playing outside we're going through a list and I sort of can't. So we have the one, the one van, very awesome van. Uh, so like I was like thinking <laughs> about, and as like my head was kind of clearing, and I was like, I don't know that we're gonna do anything, me and these two kids at the hospital. So I was just kind of texting Gina and like calling her, and she's giving me updates there. And I, I realized I'm like, I'm just probably gonna stay here with these kids or wait till we can, I can be relieved, and then then go in. But then they do a test, and that's when they're like, Yeah, he has COVID. Yeah, first result we get back. Of everything. Kind of funny. Is that you told me that, but I couldn't hear you because you broke up. And so I was like, I can hear you. What's up? Go ahead. And you were like. Yeah, I'd already said it. And I was like, oh, he's in shock. Uh-huh. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> <laughs> I like It broke up because I was like, I was. Uh, she called me and I only had my, my watch on me. So it was talking to my watch. So I was turning off the water in the sink. And I was like, what? Huh? And she's like, Adam, you, you, you don't care? I was like, what? I heard you say something. What does he have? What? What is, what's going on? Uh, so they're like, yeah, it's COVID. So we're like, uh, so then immediately like reassessing. Yeah, kind of changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think everybody immediately backed off from me. Is that what happened? Yeah, I felt like a pariah at that point, like a leper. Yeah. Like everybody suddenly disappeared and yeah. they just like shut the door. And I was like h- holding uh-huh. him on the stretcher. Is that when they were putting garlic over Like, uh, so what happens now? Um, but yeah, he, you no, they didn't give us any of that. They're <laughs> just like, oh, here's your mask. Um, they, he, they ended up saying he had a 40 minute febrile seizure, which is insanely <laughs> long because they usually last like two minutes and sometimes yeah. maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, I, I, I must acknowledge that a lot of that depends on, you know, the doctor's, assessment of what's going on and she's looking for cues that it's over you know like right. you know everybody's working on him she's kind of like just judging the whole thing like standing back yeah. like what's going on is he is this still happening is that normal you know she's like touching his arms at one point and then realized he was fighting her just kind of like get off me lady but mm. but he didn't open his eyes the entire time that it was happening after that so it was scary um Thanks. Yeah, and to, to put it just, lightly. Yeah, just to to go up for that, like it's real hard to to do that because like one, it was like five in the morning, like like all those things. I've seen him be like wake up and his eyes are closed and he just kind of been awake or just kind of laying there. Actually, all that kid. So I don't know if it was. And I said, we're all concerned. We're researching everything about it. The good news is that those kinds of seizures they they happen. In case you're wondering. They happen in extreme tem- changes of temperature. So he had like a super high fever. Yeah, it was like that. 103 mm-hmm. at yeah, the time that, that we got yeah. in. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's scary. It's something we were always mm-hmm. kind of concerned about, the kids getting a fever and whatever, like how hot it is. Um, like we, we 
we took his temperature early in the night. I heard him crying in the middle of the night, like, you know, kind of Fussy. Yeah. So it seemed all normal until it wasn't. Uh, yeah. So then we're like, okay, well, we ordered COVID tests. We test ourselves. I the have next it. day. Yeah, Gina has it. He ends up coming home. He, you know, it's all. He stayed, o- stayed over the night. They wanted to look at him. He uh, He's fine. He was walking and normal self the, the next day. Um, so yeah, two days later. Yeah, well, I think some of it was because of the drugs they gave him, and then yeah, you know, whatever. Sure, he was heavily medicated. It yeah. took a while to come out of that, which is frustrating for him because he was pissed. Because one, he's not very coordinated anyway. Him being a one, <laughs> so then you know they give him drugs and he can't even walk the way he walked. So he was kind of pissed at everything. Uh, but he's fine. Yeah. He was walking around today. It's kind of weird. He just has a big smile and then he tries to walk with me in the kitchen. So then you're like, ah, oh, this. I was going to run across and just get some more coffee, but now it's going to take 10 minutes because i got to walk with him. <laughs> like, Come on, buddy. And he's like, oh, oh take a step. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so he's back to normal. <laughs> so we have we had, we had tested ourselves. We had COVID. Funny thing is, like, the test, we have, what is it called, the Betamax? I don't know. Bentomax? Something. Whatever you can get from, like, Walgreens. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but that one, like, it has a two-strip thing. There's, like, you, you scrub your nose. You put in the thing. You have the little dots, mm-hmm. and then it does a little... A little, uh, it's like uh, the least fun pregnancy test, yeah. I mean, but it, what is yeah. it called? It's like the, yeah. the um, the control swab. What is it? Test, I can't the, the acid test that you, you did the antigen. No, I, I know a not different test, COVID word, not I'm talking COVID. about like stuff where you're testing it for what you call like when you're in school and you're doing science and it would just kind of go up the paper, anyway. Whatever, oh, uh, yeah, 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 like that. That's what it looks like, so anyway. It starts going up, and immediately, like, the little COVID line starts, like, lighting up. It basically lit up, and it was, like, Instantly. COVID, you know? Like, it was just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no doubt. even the control line was, like, even ready to, to darken, it was, like, COVID. I was, like, why yeah. did you even spend money on this COVID, you know? <laughs> you are 90% COVID. And so, anyway, so that yeah. that was that. Uh, but then I was taking the test subsequently, and then it's ne- negative. Gene is positive. Um, yeah, I think I was last to get it. So, uh, you know, I said the whole thing was weird. Somebody mentioned to Gina off the record that a lot of people were saying that they just felt like they just had allergies. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks because everybody has – this is like allergy season too, so it's really right. tough to tell, especially if you're like, I feel fine except this runny nose. Yeah, and oh, you start yeah. going through your brain of like, where have we been? Where might we have been exposed to it? You know, we've been a little more lax than, you know, maybe last year, but – not entirely, right? Like we still take precautions, yeah. still mostly do things outside, that sort of stuff. But um, and you know we're vaccinated. But but now I think about like all the people I've heard like just coughing or sneezing in public, and I'm like, they could have been sick, like completely. Yeah, I mean we went to a contagious and thought they had allergies. You know, yeah, we went to a farmer's right. market on one, and there was a lot of people who were coughing there. That I was like, uh, yourself included. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I sneezed is what it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. So, like, a similar thing happened last year to us. Around this time, I cut the grass. I came in, and I was basically dead because of <laughs> the allergies. Uh, so, I, you know, like, it's hard to gauge it. Cause Just that thought was, it was that Those again. are San Antonio allergies. I'm like, I don't know. These are a little this is Missouri. Is Missouri, uh, you know, stuff? I don't know what I'm – I don't know what to gauge. There's not, no history here, right? right. Uh, and then I was talking to people that are from Missouri. They're like, oh, yeah, definitely. This time of year is when I always got it. So we're like, not a big deal, you know. Uh, the good news is everybody was fine. Pretty mild case, including our crazy daughter, second uh, uh, daughter there. She's uh, she like had a fever in the morning, 
take a little motion, and then it's like, I'm better now. <laughs> you know, and then starts sprinting <laughs> down the hall. Can we go to the playground? Uh, no, and we're not no, welcome the there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I had it the second time, uh, it was just like 100 degrees for like nine days. 100 degree temperature and tired, and that was it. My parents just had it, and it was exactly the same thing. Like scratchy throat, thought it was allergies, yada, yada. And uh, my mom, my dad wouldn't have ever tested, but because the reunion people sent out the email, my mom was like, well, let me test. And <laughs> then found so, out. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. funny thing is that I didn't have a scratchy throat at all. I had watery eyes, runny nose, and then like that, that runny nose Itchy was kind of making me cough. And that was basically <laughs> it. And and so then the first day was bad for me. I got I had the exertional fatigue. Like if I got up and did anything for like ten minutes, I had to lay down immediately and then fell asleep. And then yep. I think by the end of the first like twenty four hours, I got a hundred and three point five fever. Damn. Yeah. And I could see like all the floaters in my eyes. <laughs> I was like, this isn't normal. <laughs> so I had to take like a warm bath to I think break that. That's the thing is like I had one. Uh, it was kind of hard because like I had a couple days where I didn't sleep well. And so when I felt tired and achy, I thought it was because of that. It was like my calves were bothering me, but they were bothering me because I had played soccer and I didn't get a good sleep because, you know, I, I, I kept waking up that night. And so I, I was like, this is just continuing to bother me. And there was like one day where I kind of felt under the weather, but it was really that. Like I was sleepy and I just kind of laid down. You uh, thought. Yeah. And mm. and then after I got a good night's sleep, I felt great. <laughs> so I, I was really, really good. It was exactly as expected. A little good night's sleep. I don't think I had a fever at all at any point in time in that one. I, I kept take, testing it just to see. And then uh, I, I was testing like the the kid there too, like the little baby one you put on your forehead. No, mm. so that's what I'm saying. COVID had me. Uh, but you know, like the, here's yeah. the other thing too, right? Like all the the booster shots and whatever. The boosters are delayed. Like so, they just said, all right, we got a booster for Omicron, which is basically eradicated. There's no more Omicron. There's Omicron BA5, which is the newest, the latest and greatest model. Mm -hmm. And so they are ready with BA2. And, you know. and so the other important thing to note about what happened to our son is that the doctors were saying they're starting to see more of that, that <coughs> kids who are getting COVID are experiencing seizures, like febrile seizures. Because they're getting super high fevers. Right? Yeah. So like yeah. it's something that can happen with any illness. It's not special mm. to COVID, but I guess because it can give such an intense spike in fever yeah. so quickly um, that yeah. it's causing that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just for. read an article like a week ago about a family. I think they're in the United Kingdom or something, but they the same sort of thing. Like he was basically fine, and then like out of nowhere, just had a hundred and three hundred four degree mm -hmm. fever and was like, oh, like not good, you know, yeah. <laughs> like. And uh, that's what I've read. It freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. We uh, my I'm glad that. It wasn't that none of you had severe, you know, extreme, like dangerous stuff uh, outside of that one little moment. Yeah. Um, my, we were going to take my grandmother is probably she hadn't eaten in like a week. She's about to she's about done, I think. And we're going to try to take Jack today to meet her for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we walked in the facility and 
got to the nurse's station. We're just walking. People were like looking at us weird. And we're like, why are people looking at us weird? And there's a stop sign at the nurse's station that said active COVID outbreak. Oh, and no. we're like, whoop, turn around. <laughs> so, um, yeah. here right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think uh, I'm glad we got vaccinated. I'm glad that my daughter, Gina, and I were all vaccinated. I'm sure it kind of mounted up a little bit. And all this happened the day after we got the text saying, hey, kids under six, yeah. up, six yeah. months. We're like, yeah, sweet, we should just uh, contact their yep. pediatrician. And the next day that this happened. Yeah. Dang, of course. That's what I've been freaked out about, too, because yeah. he turned six months tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so we've just been kind of like waiting for that, yeah. you know, so that we can go get him vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's so. that and- go ahead. Worried he had like pink eye or something. He was having some discharge from his eye, and so like that kind of makes me worry a little bit. I've been checking his his temp like almost every day. Yeah, I think the fever is a dangerous thing, right? So as long as he doesn't get a big fever, then should be alright. Yeah, yeah. I think it it reminds me of it reminds me of something like when we had our first kid, right? Is that you just you kind of see there's like all the things you start reading about, like in pregnancy, things that can go wrong, right? between like the kid it really is a miracle that any baby's formed and you know and comes out looking human you know because you're like well what is this mm-hmm. and then this and this heart could be on the outside or whatever in the wrong spot it could be <laughs> on a, just all these things and you're just like geez like how does anybody make it out yeah. of that thing alive you know, i mean it's crazy yeah. <laughs> and then and then like you know yeah the the dangers to the mother you know you're just like well you know, this could go wrong. I can go wrong. It could bleed out. You don't know. Everything could be fine. You get a blood clot, and then it's over. Um, and so then you're like, well, okay. And then, you know, that first time, they're like, all right, we're going to check the kid's hearing and sight and whatever. And just all these things. There's just yeah. milestones, you know, every minute. You're just experiencing that relief that they're here. And then you're like, wait, they might be deaf? Yeah. There might be something else yeah. wrong? Well, they didn't yeah. even think yeah. about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so, like, just all the way, everything about it. Our kid right now, she was like, oh, look at She's like showing her tooth and like her, her her adult teeth are growing right behind her baby teeth. And so we're like, oh, great. Like, what is yeah. it? Something we had to look yeah. it up. Is that bad? Apparently that happened to me <laughs> when I was a kid, but I didn't remember. <laughs> so we're like, this is another yeah, thing yeah, we right. have to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Like, okay. Are the teeth coming in right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. there are just so many things along the way that in life and whatever. So, you know, I, I was kind of, it does change your perspective on your own life. right? I was kind of joking how Dell is ancient and he is, he's ancient. Not a um, day under 49. That, like, <laughs> <laughs> you made it all this way, and it's pretty good, right? Like, you can run and jump and do all this other stuff. You can eat food good and bad or whatever. And, like, as, like, some, some family are kind of getting older, and like, you know, I can't eat like I used to. And you're like, well, you know, that's fine. Did you have a good meals while you could? Have them while you can, because one day you won't be able to, right? <laughs> you know, I was, mm-hmm. was kind of, like, I'm allergic to whey, and it's been that way for, like, I don't know, I remember I had, like, whey. It's been it's that way. Yeah, <laughs> I added that yeah. <laughs> to my Starbucks drink a thousand years ago. I was like eighteen or whatever. Yeah. And I, like my chest was hurting. I was like, oh, I think I'm allergic to that. That was a clear indicator. Um, and uh, there was always like other kind of indicators before. Like we got like milkshakes. I was like, you know, why when I get like halfway in, yeah, it doesn't really sit right with me. I think I was just lactose intolerant, but it just kind of makes me feel weird and whatever. 
uh, you know, I guess it tells you how much real milk is in those milkshakes from McDonald's or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that, like, uh, I remember kind of feeling sad, and uh, you know, people were like, oh, well, you know, you could get replacements. Or you know, I had milkshakes, and it was fine. They were good. And uh, so I enjoyed them when I had them, and that's it. And it's going to move on. You, you know, it's important to enjoy life while you have it and embrace it. And I think especially after that little 20-minute, hour-and-a-half um section where we were freaking out over a kid that you know it made it all the more enjoyable to see him walk around and break my shit again uh, <laughs> like you know I didn't need like knocking that books iPhone. off the shelf like <laughs> adorable uh, maybe I didn't need that iPhone <laughs> turns out but you know I'm not so mad about it yeah, yeah I'm saying but yeah like all those little things you really do appreciate them you know uh, and it sucks mm-hmm. that you have to get freaked out about it but I mean that's what it takes right Throughout all of human history, nobody's been like, you know what? I just appreciate everything they ever give to me without any fear or danger of losing it. You know, you got you got to get a little scared to appreciate. That's what happens. Uh, so there you go. Well, it was a scare. Covidity. I'm glad y'all are okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's got to get like his brain scanned yeah. later yeah. to make sure it's all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I think all. Th- I'm sure it's not all those things you, you kind of look at. You're like, what, did he always look that? Did he always do that? Did I he know. Make that face you question yeah. everything. Like uh, he's never gonna be allowed to like daydream or look off in space. I'm gonna be <laughs> shaking him. Like, <laughs> 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 but, I mean, that's happened with. I mean, that's happened with Jack. Yeah, he bumped his head, and like, I'm like, everything he does, I'm like, is that normal? Was he doing that before? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is he regressing? Yeah, I said yeah. Gina was saying like he's he's going down for nap. She was like, "Well, I think, I think it's different now. He just lays there with his eyes open, and I know that's." I was like, "No, he's been doing that." And he's been like super <laughs> like cuddly, like he's been doing that, too. laying his head on us, back and forth, just like from one of us to the other to the other. And I'm like, "He was not doing this before. He knows. <laughs> he was traumatized, and he knows." I mean. I'm sure he knows something happened, you know, all that. It was kind of, he didn't like, he didn't enjoy being in the hospital. He was very excited to be home. He was very excited to see his sisters. And so he just goes, Wah! and then just like crawls real fast, right? You know, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, but like, uh, he was doing that. Because I, I put him down for for his midday nap, and I just lay there in him, and I start watching like YouTube videos. I'm like, all right, do you want to see this guy build a sink art? <laughs> we'll just watch that, and he falls asleep. Uh, but he'll like, kind of lay there, and you know, sometimes like, all right, we're not gonna do any videos today. We're just gonna sit here, and he'll just lay there and look at me. And he had been doing this before, so I I can clearly I can definitely yeah, say I don't know about that. that's something he's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and also like the cuddling thing, like I was laying here and he came over and he just put his head on me, and I was like, hey, look, Gina, Gina, and then Gina's like, I don't know, do whatever bruds do. <laughs> Who knows what they do? Play vacuuming Wha- or something stupid. Yeah, she's right? watching Instagram or something yeah. like that. <laughs> anyway, so uh yeah, I mean there it is. A little COVID. Welcome to the club. Yeah, her streak is over. Two years. Yeah. Y'all two years. Y'all made a good had a good yeah, run. Yeah. So are are y'all have you do you know what gentle parenting parenting is? Mm-hmm. Uh, have y'all been practicing it? A gentle parent. He's si- he's six months old. I mean, <laughs> so definitely not. Is there any other way definitely at that not. time? At that point, too soon. <laughs> no, too we soon. spank him every d- every day. We spank him. <laughs> he looks at us wrong. He doesn't smile when we want. Smile, smile, baby. 
You're going to learn to smile, and you're going to like it. <laughs> I, so I, I, I've seen a lot of gentle parenting thing. But one, to me, did you know? can you describe what you um, think I- uh, gentle parenting is or, or know it to be? Uh, talking to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, helping them through their emotions and not reacting too swiftly. Um. I don't know, reasoning with them, those sorts of things, giving them tools to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know, like, I've only seen it through, like, an Instagram Reels lens, you know? Yeah. Like, where I'm, mm-hmm. like, I start off trip watching, like, a goal. I'm like, wow, look at Fat Ronaldo score this goal. And then next thing, you know, I'm, like, watching somebody say, make sure that you raise your kids to be <laughs> a mate or whatever. I'm like, what the f- how did this happen here? <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like the one, there's a lot of people that are performatively good parents on Instagram and whatever. whatever. I think for us, yeah, like uh, I, I think we try to talk to our kids and not scream at them. Uh, but also, I don't th- – I think it's weird to be unnaturally – like calm, I think that's weird. I think people like, like to ignore your own yeah, human emotions. I, yeah. Right, We're all human. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. the other part too. Is like I know that I'm more passionate about some things, and so I think it's better. He's got a Latin temper. To <laughs> I think it's better <laughs> to just talk through that. Like it's okay to to fi- to feel your feelings, whatever like that. And so like I can see it in my daughters, right? Definitely, they're like when she, she's frust- frustrated, she's like rah. So I'm like, well. Was that generational trauma? No, she's just upset about it, right? And she wants to throw some. And so I think it's like it's more like, how do we direct that? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with it, like in and of itself, right? As long yeah. as it's not hurting anybody else or herself, like or just hurting any other people. Or uh, and then she that she recognizes what it is. And so I think it's fine, right? You know, like I think mm-hmm. that that kind of thing is whatever. And I also don't think that it's bad. Uh, and this is the part I think where I see one. I can't think of an example exactly, but where I don't think it's bad to show that. Like, I guess it's better to say it in a contrast. It is bad to to guilt trip your kids. Like you're gonna make me feel bad, you know. Like right. Uh, I would say, who gives a shit, right? You know, like right. who are you that you know you're just gonna lord this over the kid? But it's also like uh, I think it's also important to show them that your actions have consequences to other people, right? Like, if mm. you smack your sister across the face, she's not going to like that, <laughs> you know? She's not going to mm-hmm. be excited about playing with you. Uh, that hurts, that c- that kind of thing. Um, and like I said this before, I think, um, like, I think of, like, a, like sort of parental, um, is that like, discipline, whatever it's going to be, like, ang- you know, whatever, th- wh- whether it's, like, you go sit in a corner or you take something away from or whatever. I think that is in the place of them understanding real consequences, and it's like a swap. You got to do Indiana Jones kind of swap. I say kids are running out, and they're like, "I'm not gonna run. The car's not gonna." Hit me. I'm like, "Look, you're you will die. <laughs> the car will k- hit you and crush you. And if you're not afraid of that, you can be afraid of me, and that's fine. <laughs> and as yeah. you get older, I will let you know we can replace the fear that you have of me, Dad, saying you can't have a lollipop. To you know." The fear of getting right. crushed by an SUV, you know what I mean? Like, please, sure. please don't do that. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's sort of like your your place there, right? You're there to kind of, you know, like uh, they they can they can fathom 
being afraid of death is going to be angry at them. And they can't really fathom, um, you know, tooth decay. Right? They don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> you know, or right. Yeah, so, I don't know. What do you think about that, Gina? Mm, yeah, I struggle with it. Um, you know, just trying to have, like, an evolved, uh, mature way of dealing with my own emotions, teaching them how to deal with theirs, and sometimes I feel like I'm nailing it, and other times I'm like, yeah, I really screwed the pooch on that today. <laughs> uh, but, like you said, I think that's, to err is human, so. Yeah, I, I think those things are good, just to say, you know what, I yelled at you, I should not have yelled at you at that point, right. I was just frustrated. Right. I'm upset. I got to do a better job of that. And I think that is better for them than you mm-hmm. being a perfect person. Like, they you know. never yes. see right. it. They need to see you mess up, too. Yeah. And then, mm. you know, how you handle it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I yep. think, like, looking back, I think some of the best lessons, the ones I remember the, remember the most, were like my mom apologizing to me and saying, I'm sorry for yelling or I'm sorry for yep. screaming or whatever the case may be. And I mean, I think that that's the deal is like I try to scream less. I don't know that my parents did or like, you know, my grandfather did. And you hear stories about that. Um, but I think I still get upset. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, hey, yeah. stop throwing toys across the room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. speaking of, I think I, I just saw some reel today that guilted me that was like, you know, what you show them when they're young is what they're going to give back to you. Like, they're learning. And it was demonstrating it by showing, like, the mother, you know, like, wagging her finger, busting in a kid's face. And then, you know, cut to the kid's, like, a teenager. And she's, like, flipping the mom off. Like, you know, basically, I learned it by watching you, Dad. You know, like, right. the way you treat them, that's how they're going to treat you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, what does that mean? Like, how do you know which moments are the ones they're going to take and the ones they're not? <laughs> yeah. I think it's an overall thing. And I think it's at some point not dependent on you. You know what I mean? Like, we all become responsible for for getting past our wounds that we have from our parents or the, our upbringing, mm-hmm. right? And That's something so, I feel like I've been thinking about a lot Yeah, lately. I think, I think, uh, the biggest thing that we can that you can teach a kid, well, I think two things. I think in the parenting realm of gentle parenting or authoritative parenting or whatever, like to me, the goal in any sort of uh, consequences is not control or anything with parenting is not control is not control for control's sake, but to protect the child and to allow them to flourish, right, and to give them the tools that they need to grow. And part of that, like Adam said, is like uh, admitting, being able to admit when you make mistakes and them see you being a flawed human and trying to overcome that and succeeding sometimes and failing sometimes. Right. And uh, but, you know, giving them the tools and making them understand that, that nobody is responsible for their actions with them. They're, all, they're the only ones that are responsible for themselves, their bodies, their, their thoughts, their actions their words and that if they struggle with something that is not, it doesn't mean that that's, it's just who they are and it can't ever be changed or they can't find a pathway around it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing, but 
yes, I think that if you are the parent that wags your finger and you're never wrong, yeah, and as soon as they have the ability to put that back on you, they're going to do it because yeah. they don't know any other way, right? It's all about power and control. Yeah. And now I have control. And so F you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, that that's that's really what it comes down to. I think um, in any like flawed system, it's people abusing their power, right? Whatever that is. Yeah. And I think, you know, like even even like uh, like friendships, there's some people that abuse the power of friendship. Oh, I know you care about me, and so I'm going to be a bad friend, right? Just to like elicit right. certain kind of things. And I think everybody has experienced that in some kind of relationship. It's human. It's, it's people stuff. Uh, I think I, I always understood, like, you know, I remember like my dad, you know, he's very uh, like uh, a very Christian kind of talked to the Bible. Uh, so there's a whole point like where like man's gonna be the head of the household hold and whatever like that, but like it, the way it's explained, it made sense to you, me, and then you kind of think about like power dynamics and, and like organizations, whatever. I, there's like a uh, like what is it? It's like if you love everybody like yourself, right? And I'm, saying, I'm not telling anybody to subscribe to this, but I'm saying I understand I understand the concept of it in its like ideal form. It's like if I love my children like me. I'm going to do what I do to myself, right? Like, ah, you know, it's all right. I know I said I'm going to, you know, clean up, but I'll do it tomorrow morning, right? Am I doing that for my kids? Am I saying it's not a big deal, you can do it tomorrow morning, right? If I'm not, then I'm not showing them that kind of love, whatever. But also the same right. thing, right? Like, if I'm like, you know what? I got to go get to work and do what I got to do and, and whatever. And then helping them be disciplined and showing them that kind of stuff, preparing them. To be their own person, right, out in the world. Um, and, and I think also, like, owning the responsibility and like, taking it seriously. Like, well, if I'm going to be their parent, like, I have power over them right now. Uh, but I think that there's going to be a reckoning of it, right? Like, like in, in like, the, the, the neutral sense, right? All right, I'm 18 or 17, whatever the case is, right? I'm ready. You had power over me. What did you do with this power over me? And I was like, well, right. I just made myself feel better because at work I was, I don't know, like, you know, I just kind <laughs> of a power trip and I just wanted to bully right. a 30-pound six-year-old for a little bit, you know? <laughs> that, that's not good, you know what I mean? So I want it to be like, uh, uh, well, you know what, Dad, he had a point, asshole. You know, whatever, like, I'd rather it be that, like, yeah, yeah. I kind of understood what he said, but whatever, like, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong, but that's the thing is I have to – I have to own it. I can't be like, ah, well, you know, it's kind of hard. You don't understand. If I'm not constantly right. trying to improve, constantly adjusting my parenting style, really paying attention, then I'm not doing a good job, right? Like, yeah, you have power, yeah. but that means you have all the, I don't want to say it. Great I'm not, responsibility. I'm not <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it was like I'm not gonna trying to find its way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's it, right? It's, it, it, that's, that's, that's literally it. Like, you know, in the same way we, we kind of say, all right, President of the United States, you know, was he clothed in immense power. What are you doing with it, Joe? Right? What are you doing? That's the job. You have all of the power. You know, you, you're accountable for it. So I, I feel like it's the same way. Like, we have basically absolute power over our children. And I know people say that that's a scary thing. You can't just be giving people. Sure, yeah. It, I mean, there's a lot of people that I really wouldn't give the power of, you know, school guard crossing. You know what I mean? Because they're terrible. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. I guess I think we. You do, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? It's a dead end. You can, you can. 
Yeah, but I think it's good if, if you're not if you're old, you know, if you're always feeling like, yeah, I'm right. If you're never thinking, was you know, did I talk to my kid too harshly? What is a better way to approach it? How do I teach this lesson? How do I get this kid to brush its teeth? You know, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So you you kind of work through that. If you're not doing that, if you're just like, look, I told you to brush your teeth. Now I'm gonna get a switch or whatever the case is. Like, you're just saying here's the one way, and that's just brute force. You know, physical. Whoever's the strongest, mm-hmm. yeah. So th- I mean, yeah, that 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 is certainly a method, and that's gonna have some consequences. You know, I, I think it's all the rest of them too. It's like, I don't know. I, I, we tried lots of things uh, to to impart a lesson, but you got to pick your battles, right? You got to say, what am I trying to do here? Like, you know, I, I we've talked about this on the show before, where I've said something like, I don't know that I want to say something because I know that they're sleepy. They're not going to listen to me. And right. so why am I setting them up for failure and then set me up to be like, well, I said that you're going to lose that, you know, no, your, your iPad. And now why? Why? What is the point here? How about I shut up and say, I'm just going to take you to bed. I'll clean up the toys. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that's to me that that's love. Right. Again, is what I'm saying. Like, what are you trying to do? for these people that you care about? Is it is it important for them to learn to pick up their I don't know, transformer right now, in this moment, at 9.30 at night, where they didn't take a nap? Is that, is that it? Or how about you just taking the bed? You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gentle parenting myth busted. <laughs> 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 so I, I don't think we introduced the mystery voice that we have uh, on the show oh, yeah. here. Yeah, it's Dell's mistress. Hopefully, his wife didn't find out. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to every episode, y'all. <laughs> Ever since Adam gave her a hard time for not. <laughs> there we are. She thinks this is called Mythical Man Month or something, whatever like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Man Month. <laughs> this is my wife, Sarah. Hello. Hello. Congratulations. I mean, it's pretty It's pretty terrible that he convinced you to marry him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody feels sorry for you. <laughs> kind of feel bad. You know, like you see somebody driving off with a lemon, you're like, eesh. Maybe just applaud her. Maybe she just yeah. needed a car. I don't know. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to <laughs> Not going to judge her. So uh, what, I- what have you all been up to this past two weeks? Any adventures? We well, I heard, s- I heard something about mold. What? No. Yeah. Okay, well, there. so the saga of the last 10 days is Sarah has been at National Guard annual training, which is normally like far away, like mm-hmm. like five or six hours away. But because they got, <laughs> I don't know, budget the stuff, they uh, ended up doing it in Hattiesburg for, it's for ultimately like 17 days, 16 days. Mm-hmm. And so she started that last week and my parents were supposed to keep help out with Jack so that I could like work and help pick up the slack from Sarah not being at Lee's and they got COVID. And so I've been learning how to be a stay at home dad for eight hours or 10 hours a day and then go into work at night until midnight. And, uh, yeah. You had to learn where the diapers are, I guess is what you're saying. 
Yeah, yeah. I had to figure out, like, what what are you supposed to do with this thing other than just, like, play with them and put them away? You All know? the clothes are actually full. I tried feeding them, but my boobs don't prefer to take milk. Just, He's annoyed like, with all starved, the hair. kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Sarah texted me Thursday night. I was doing sound at the farmer's market and said the floor in the studio which is also our laundry room and where our ac uh return unit and condenser and everything is feels feels cold so i pulled the carpet back and look and there's like a wet spot on the when i built the studio i put carpet underlayment down that's like soundproofing to try and absorb more sound because it's a brick floor and it also has a moisture barrier so it wasn't wet nothing none of the rugs were wet were wet but but you could see the spot underneath through the mm-hmm. through the barrier. So I saw that and was like, oh my gosh, yeah. something is leaking. Yeah, somewhere. that's never this fun. Yeah, and so the next day I I got my dad to come over and look at the AC with me, and we pulled it out, and the drip pan was overflowing. It was like full to the brim. Wait, tell me, just, just go back on that parenting thing. You think about like when you're a teenager, you're like, oh, I need your dad or something, and here. Hey, Daddy, can you come help me out? Look at this. Uh, well, I, yeah, I would have done it. I was all, I was never like that to my parents, really. But um, not out loud. I would have done it. Your dad on here. I would have like, done he, it like that. He's like, oh yeah, that's he. <laughs> my dad would doesn't know. Yeah, my dad probably felt like that. But uh, I wouldn't have called him. The reason I called him is because it was he had he has a long history with this house. He knows it very well. He's the one that installed the AC unit and stuff. You know, so like. <laughs> If there's something that's like an ongoing issue, he would know. It's his fault. Um, <laughs> so, so. What did you do? Well, what he didn't do is tell me that, hey, sometimes the drain pan, uh, the drip pan drain gets clogged and you got to clean it once a month and put bleach down it and stuff. I've never lived anywhere where I've had to do that before. So, mm. uh, so anybody, uh, anybody knows that you got to do that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. really? Y'all do that all the time. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we had to do that. We got to clean out that, that line. We haven't done it yet here. Not here, but you know, um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I, uh, start rolling the, the carpet back. Cause I'm like, well, let me just, I need to cut out the wet spots. Cause it's just going to rot. Um, and so I moved the drums, start moving things to this this end, so you can see the closet door where the AC unit is over there. Uh, and and there's the wet spot keeps going. <laughs> and so I move the stuff farther, and it keeps going, and it looks like it's about to be done. And I'm like, okay, I just need to like scoot stuff over this way, and I pull it back, and it's like it's like all the way. It's all the <laughs> way to this side. I don't know how long it's been slowly leaking under there, but I, I pull the underlayment out and it smells so bad. Ew. Like it smells like the dankest <laughs> unfinished basement ever. That's just got moist. You know, it's just like dripping, you know, yeah. it's just mildew and, and mold or whatever. And, I, and there are black spots on the floor and I'm like, damn. Um, so this was Friday morning ish and so i get all that i get all the stuff moved into all the rest of the house complete everything in the studio i had to take apart it's like eight thousand wires and uh move it out so i could get the underlayment out got in my car did that in just enough time to load my car up go to natchez to play a show and come back the next day 
uh, to do Fourth of July stuff with the family and to play another show. And then Sunday I had another show. So it was Sunday afternoon, evening before I could even like try to address the the issue. I guess Saturday night I did start to clean. I got some yeah, vinegar. I, I looked up, did some research on like how to clean the brick and came up with vinegar as the best solution. So got a deck brush and pour the vinegar out on the floor and brush it all, let it dry and then mopped it and then had to do that in three different sections and uh, got it all set up yesterday. It only took like four hours to set back up. So it wasn't too bad. I had my band come over to help me, but yeah, that was a cool adventure. It was just the timing uh, of everything. The timing was super bad. That was mostly, it wasn't that big a deal. It was just the timing of not really having the, the time or not just to deal with it, but to even think about it, you know, to figure out what am I going to do? What's the right solution here? I just had to grab everything and throw it outside. And so we have a pile of underlayment that's been stormed on for the last two days sitting outside. So that's going to be fun to, fun to deal with. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it feels a little perverse to complain about the perils of home ownership while people are getting priced out of home, owning any homes. Or right, like. yeah. But, but it sucks. But it does suck. <laughs> I mean, it, that's yeah. like long been a history. Like, since the day somebody, you know, watching Naked and Afraid, they're building a little shelter and they got the thing and they're adjusting mm-hmm. it, whatever. Since that day that somebody, you know, Caveman 1, <laughs> Caveman 2, were like, let's uh, like, sit in this cave. Somebody, they've been fixing something, right? They're like, oh, let's get this rock out. There's this, do you see that there's a scorpion over there? You know, my, my chalk for drawing the, the deer or whatever is gone. I can't get no Hole light around here. fire pit. We turn it. There's fire. You know, the, the flames are flicking over here. They burn my toes. Can you move? You know, just whatever. It's been something from yeah. then till now. <coughs> um, and, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure because I've seen some pretty elaborate homeless shelters out there. Like, you know, they got... Like a lot of caratons arranged in a you know, in a fancy way. Uh, I mean, I'm sure even then they're like, you know, let me kind of tweak this and get this tarp kind of move it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the problem with living there, right? You got your underlayment, yep. you know. Yeah. AC leaked on it. That's yeah, right. I never want to see yeah. water where water's not supposed to be. Yeah. And what did he say? Uh, no. It had been like two years or something. Yeah, and then Dad's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> you should do that every month. I, it's been like two years since I've done it. I was like, cool, man. <laughs> it it would have been a good thing to probably say that to me. Like day one. At some point, <laughs> you know, when list. I moved in. Or maybe the the two or three times I've talked to you about the AC, maybe not doing them the way it's supposed to and asking you questions about it. I think, bring that up I think at some point. Every <laughs> yeah. month, that's a little extreme. It kind of, I guess it depends on what you're Yeah, yeah, about. yeah. But like, well, it's we're super humid here, so this stuff grows fast, yeah. but... Like, I heard, you know, because um, our stuff kind of got clogged up, but it was actually the AC was bad, right? But the guy was like, yeah, I don't know. I think the line kind of got clogged, whatever. It was not really the line clogged, but that was one of the things that I was looking at. Like, my dad did AC stuff, so I have a handful of sort of knowledge to, to kind of go troubleshoot this, that, and the other. Um, but, yeah, one of the things is, like, the line can clog up. But there's just a lot of stuff that can go wrong with an AC unit. Um, and apparently with, like, furnaces. We've never been furnace people. Now we're furnace people. we got yeah. two furnaces, two ACs. <laughs> so we're definitely oh, wow. we're definitely going to be poor and hot <laughs> when one of them things dies, you know? Yeah. We had to learn about tuck pointing, you know? Like the brick's going to fall. You know what tuck pointing is? Uh-uh. You say you have a brick house? 
Yeah. Well, then you should. Part of it is brick. Yeah, well, you should know a little about tuck pointing then. It, I've heard of it. So apparently, but I don't the, know like what the, it is. the mortar in between the bricks, that lasts 30 years max. Okay. So basically, somebody has to go in and re brick, <laughs> put it together. That's basically. So they grind so it's like it out. They dig it out and they refill it. And they refill it. And then that's kind of mm. what they do. And if you don't do that, then it chips away. Some of those bricks can fall out. Yeah, or like the whole thing can come down. That's worst case scenario. But water and rain and wind can get in and then get into your house. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That might be some of what's going on. Because we seem to have a couple of places <laughs> where bu- where like spiders and wasps find their way in. Oh, the yeah. spiders so. are the These worst. random holes. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, and they like to live in those cracks in between. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we'll look into that. That's that's probably what it is. So this whole house is brick, and uh, you know, it was built in 1907 or whatever. So that's a lot of 30-year periods in there, you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if they were always keeping up. I'm, I'm sure they weren't. Yeah, yeah. we see spiders. All I don't the time. think. Creep. I don't think most of the house is. I don't think the brick is structural. I think it's just decorative, but. On the front, on the back, what's the back side, which is the main side, it def- that wall definitely is, it's brick on the outside and the inside of the house right there. So, yeah. um, so you're right. that's where the problems are. Yeah, go scope it out. It probably needs to be tuck pointed. Yeah. It's, uh, it's expensive because it's labor intensive. It's simple. And then we have a three-story stupid house, and they're like, yeah, we got to get in the thing. It's going to cost millions of dollars. <laughs> the cherry pickers are so expensive yeah, to rent, yeah. dude. So they're going to be, you know, <laughs> like, so it's like either I do it, and I take forever, like, and trying to learn how to. By the time you're done, you got to start over again. Yeah, it's like, now I know how, to, now I'm a brick mason, you know what I mean? Now I know, now I know what I'm doing. And so then you got to start, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's not something we're looking forward to, you know, but I know it needs to be done. But yeah, you, it's hard again. It's hard to complain about that kind of stuff because you sort of knew what you were getting into, right? When you wanted right. a house with the the backyard or whatever, like it's so amazing. Look at us, and there's you know we could sit right here. You gotta look out and look at the other stuff. You gotta do all that. This, that, the right. other. Sit right here I and eat our ramen together. It's gonna be <laughs> great. <laughs> if you can set aside the the main issue is that we all want it to be like a. We paid for this thing. We have it. It's going to be there in the same thing forever, and we shouldn't have to do anything else with it. If we all just set aside money for this inevitable stuff and like built that into the, you know, the cost of a home ownership or whatever, then it's not as bad. And that's like that's when we were buying our other like impossible, like the yeah, setting aside because. Right. All of life's problems are going to take from that set aside pot, right. like. Right. I mean, we're talking about this. Like, whatever health insurance we have is still going to cost us a little money for a hospital visit, you know? Yeah. Uh, right. Scans. I've had elder relatives say things like that. Like, oh, these kids, they don't save. You just got to save, and then you won't need to borrow money because you'll have money that you <laughs> saved to pay for all right. of your problems. I'm like, how does that work? Please explain yeah. how, <laughs> with my little bit of money, I'm setting aside how much of this little bit of money... <laughs> to solve all of my life's problems yeah. <laughs> when the car I, breaks I, down I feel you. when your health goes I, i'm not bad. saying i'm good at it i'm pretty <laughs> i'm really bad at it i have not been successful and every time we have gotten just enough it seems like something like our something ac else. goes out or you know yeah. and it, it empties it out so yeah, exactly. there's something there's something there i think and i don't want to call it uh 
you could call it like providence or whatever having just enough or whatever but it feels like there's some sort of like energy to that like if you're in tune with it you always have what you need you no know what i mean but up. you never have more yeah, yeah you can never amass more <laughs> right uh but when we you know when we were trying to get our our house like our first house uh we got approved for like twice as much as the house that we yeah. ended up buying you know and i was like this is insane and all i could think about is all the maintenance costs that go with having a house that big you know mm -hmm. and my brother's dealing with that right now i was like i don't want that and even moving here even though we're not paying a mortgage here i was like man that house is old it's gonna have a lot more upkeep is that something that we want to invest in yeah, yeah and i i pretty much decided that things in my life i'm not interested in owning them and then them requiring more time for me if i can't own them and afford to pay for somebody to maintain them say a boat you know yeah. i would never get a boat because unless i could pay somebody to clean it and do it and because i'm not i don't want more crap to do yeah. you know what i mean i want less crap to do yeah. uh so that's that's where i'm at uh, but even then, you know, even, <laughs> you know, it's still virtually impossible to, to seem to make money or save money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you said something earlier about, uh, just in being in like life and different things hitting you all at once. I, I just immediately got a flashback of when I was a kid playing the board game life. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the best life example it's not <laughs> untrue as a kid. Yeah. the randomness of <laughs> having to give up everything from, you own yeah. or all the money you have yeah yep and driving around in that little minivan full of little i didn't know it was telling my fortune <laughs> yeah, you thought they were just pegs yep. but that's for the kids <laughs> i mean it, that, that's the thing i think you know gene and i we didn't grow up um you know uh sons of of you know real magnates or nothing like that and so I think what we've always talked about is just having enough to be able to... sons? Yeah, well, I mean, did you in my life? I mean, I know times have changed, but I haven't. So, like, but, yeah, like, like the Wichita, like, we, we, you know, have enough money to afford that kind of stuff. And so far, so good, right? So, like, you know, like, we, we can't afford to take our kids to the hospital. And, I mean, we're going to have to pay for it. And we're not excited about it, but it's not like, well, I don't know. Maybe we have to call up people and beg them for some cash, like fifty bucks, so we to cover the this, to cover the cost of some toothpaste yeah. or something like that. We don't have to do that, and that's great. I'm I'm happy, you know, to go to work and you know. Yeah, I feel fortunate for that. I got the call from like, we get all these random calls because <coughs> because of what happened, and I I got a call from our insurance company. They assign like a nurse to check up on you and they're pretty useless, honestly. <laughs> she was friendly, but she really had nothing to offer. But she's like, um, so at the end of the call, just like a list of questions. You know, do you have any questions about what happened? What happens next? Um, are you going to be able to afford, you know, what you need to related to what happened? I'm, it's like, I mean, I want to say no in that moment. <laughs> yeah, like, right. No, man. Are you giving out money or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I could afford it. I mean, we don't want it to happen back to back. I mean, if it gets any worse, suddenly it becomes really unaffordable. But yeah, yeah fortunately, we're okay right now. Yeah. I mean, like what it ends up being is like, like, like well, we got to carry some credit card debt, you know, for a little bit longer than we want to. And that's that's 
that is a great bad place to be, right? You know what I mean? Because the other way, well, Dave Ramsey would kill me. You know, F with Dave, Ra- Dave Ramsey anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like that. That's what I'm saying. Is that I think what's most important is uh, the people that we care about. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And even as I said, I try to remember that some of the best times, like I, I remember having great times with my my family, like as a kid, and they didn't cost a whole lot of money. Like my mom would be like, "All right, let's all jump in the car and we'll just go for a ride." And everybody get I don't know like twenty five cent sodas or something like that, and we mm-hmm. ride around the car. And that cost what a dollar, <laughs> twenty five cent sodas. Right. But we had a great time. Like we'd go, like we went to the the public pool, and it was like fifty cents to get in. And my mom made popcorn, or whatever, and that was a great time. And then like friends and neighbors, like, can we even do that again? Oh, it's so fun, you know, whatever. Those are fun times, and they're cheap, right? I mean, so um, you don't really have to worry about that. Like, yeah, you want to shelter your kids, and you don't want to have your music room smelling like ass, like Bill's. <laughs> so, but <laughs> 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 so if you can avoid that, don't have an assy smelling uh, music room, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's the baseline. Speaking of memories, uh, so what y'all do for the fourth of July? Well, I handed or out. Do you care? To you and everybody else. I hear some tissues. Blow your nose. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Tissues. Drink this tea. Bill's mm. family had um, cookout on Saturday, and then Sunday. Sarah, do you know you married uh, into that family? That's your family now too. You know. Ma- uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, made homemade. Butterfinger. That means the food wasn't cream. good. She's <laughs> distancing oh, herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarah ate a ton of it, so I think she ate it. Dell's family did made. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they made. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, we was pretty low key. I'm I'm over fireworks. I think I've yeah. gotten a little convicted about the damage it does to wildlife and habitats and things so. I mean, who cares about that deer you know what, what's the deer ever done good for you nothing <laughs> huh? right right but we played a gig the laurel fireworks show and like they do like a, a um little festival concert multiple bands and we always play there so did that on saturday night and then cleaned up my uh studio and put it back together <laughs> to celebrate so fun time they gave us uh the fourth off uh daniel training so I got to catch up on sleep a little bit, yes. so it's nice, especially Time after well the hard spent. week. Yeah, yeah. What about so. y'all? Uh, I made the I made the I girls made help burgers. me clean the grill. They did not enjoy that. <laughs> like that's a lot of scrubbing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. I start yeah. scrubbing. <laughs> we had some meat delivered by via Instacart, so we didn't take our germs anywhere. And yeah, Adam made burgers and. We just hung out. Yeah. Those are pretty good burgers. Good they were good. For I so mean, I seasoned them. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got some of the, the brisket fat that I had frozen. Yeah. And I got it in there. So. Yeah. Adam made like four briskets in like three weeks. <laughs> and they had like 200 pounds of meat and they were trying to eat <laughs> all at once. Yeah. Two briskets. So. <laughs> They ain't, <laughs> ain't no cow in the vicinity safe for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Bessie. COVID and cows. <laughs> you can hear that saga on a previous episode <laughs> yeah. of the Ranch Penguin podcast. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's what it was. Like, uh, 
Here, so here's the thing, right? Like, so then we get our grass cut. Speaking of what you're saying, paying somebody to do it, I don't enjoy yard work at all. I never have. I don't, you know, like previous homes we chose them because of their lack of yard. I was like, this would be great. I don't have to do no yard. This one has a, a big backyard, and the grass in Missouri grows like crazy. It's almost like it's wet here around here, you know? <laughs> and so I get a knock, you know, we're, we're there, um, like serving the burgers. Or we're like, this pig is a good burger guy. Knock, knock, knock. Go to the door and open it, and it's the lawn guys. They're like, can you open up the gate? And I'm like, they're making you guys work on the fourth week? Like, what are you doing? They're like, ah, well, we got a busy week next week, whatever. Uh, so, you know, I move it <laughs> and move the grill a little bit so they can cut the grass. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I give them a hot dog. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> y'all, y'all hungry? And they're like, well, if you're offering. I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> you're like, dang. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I wasn't. It's kind of weird to say, you want a hot dog? They're like, well, if you're offering one. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to say, do you want a hot dog? Well, you should go down to the uh, schnooks over here. <laughs> <laughs> Got two for one on the ballpark pranks. Um, yeah, yeah, here's a hot dog. I don't know, I just kind of. Yeah, it was a good day, but I know it was kind of weird. The 4th of July is weird now for me. As a black person in America, yeah, I'm made to feel guilty about it. Like I feel like I can't enjoy it anymore, and I don't know mm-hmm. that I ever enjoyed it like in a real patriotic kind of way. Just like it's a fun day off Living with family, fireworks, whatever. Like, I don't really care. Um, but now it's like this whole like guilty thing, especially now that this year Juneteenth has become a federally recognized holiday. So before it was more like you're Texan, maybe a few other people you know what Juneteenth is, but now it's that was a bigger deal this year, right? Yeah. For every everybody's talking mm-hmm. about Juneteenth, you better know about Juneteenth, you better respect Juneteenth, and then soon after it comes the Fourth of July, and I'm like, am I should I even say Happy Fourth of July to people anymore? It wasn't, you know, Independence Day for black people. Then it's so, so heavy to carry that all of the time. It's like, yeah, that wasn't me. It right. was ancestors, yes. And it's imp- <laughs> they couldn't celebrate it. It's important, yes. But but also is at what point are we all Americans? And can we acknowledge just the total history of our com- our country like? Good and bad, all of it, but all occasions, all markers throughout history, can we not all celebrate them as part of a collective history? So I don't know. It's weird. It's all, like, complicated now. I don't know what to do with it. I felt a little bit more excited about it this time than I have in years past. Um, But nothing nothing crazy. I mean, because it was kind of colored by being... Sick COVID with is. COVID. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, any holiday, you know, like, the, you know, sometimes we entered that one where I was like, you know what? I'm excited about Christmas this year. Like, I'm re- and there's about other years I'm like, this holiday is just a materialistic, whatever. I think it's normal right. to kind of go through that. It's kind of your stage of life, right? Like, when you're a kid, you're like, holidays are amazing. You know, we could do like spark uh, sparklers or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of end your. Middle school, teenage years, you know. Like those little like, did you know actually that some people were free? You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, whatever. And then the kids are like, fireworks. And you're like, you know, this is just hurts the environment. And you're like, oh, fucking, you know, emo <laughs> kid over there. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a little history book. Yeah. And now you just, you know, how about you know, you just, you, how about you just come and celebrate? Like, oh, really? There's lots of people that can't celebrate right now because they're going through famines. And you're like, all right, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you're like, okay, so whatever. You know, 
Uh, and that's normal. I think it's fine to kind of come into some consciousness a little bit. And I think it's also normal to celebrate it however you're going to do it. Cause I feel like, yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking about James Brown singing, you know, uh, America. And there's there's been a lot of black Americans that, you know, you talk to them. And they're like, yeah, this is my country. And you talk to them? Yeah, I talk to them. Like, hello, okay. black American. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what? You, what? Uh, but, like, you know, like I was thinking some of our neighbors are here. Like, you know, people are oh, 80 years old, 70 years old. And you talk to them, and they have a perspective on it, and so it's like, yeah, like it, it is. Uh, uh, some some of them are very, you know, gung ho about America and what it is and what it means to them, and I think it's fine. And like, wh- however you feel about it, you are an American citizen, you know, and you can feel however the hell you want about it. If you want to, I don't know, shit on the country on Fourth of July, do it. <laughs> it's your country. It's fine. I think that's a perfectly acceptable way to, ex- to celebrate it and I think you know it's like so whatever it, it meant for the people like say you know um, what's her name Sally Sally whoever can't think of her name Thomas Jefferson's uh, slave mit- mistress right she wasn't too excited yeah. about it but I don't know LeBron James is you know what I mean like all the, uh, all the other stuff I mean, I don't know. I don't know about Seems that. like he had a good time. You know, he's, he's <laughs> on Instagram. Is that, um, yeah, like, you can make of it what, what you will. This is a place where you're a citizen. This is where you own it. You can make it, you know, what it is. It's yours right now. You're living in it. You can change it however you want it to be, even just a little bit. And you can't, I mean, you can't have a material effect on, like, say, Dell and Sarah over there looking at us. <laughs> but you can have a material effect on your family in this in this in this moment in this. Oh spot. yeah, with that power. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Control. Get, Heck yeah. Kids, get over here. <laughs> We're gonna do whatever. But yeah, I mean, if you don't like fire, I I I think fireworks are lame. I I just I don't. I'm not excited. They're, yeah, about they don't. Um. So you do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, if it if it's hot dogs and whatever with your family. Although it has been comforting fun. knowing the past sure. few days that the sounds we hear outside at night <laughs> are probably fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> versus <laughs> other nights. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it's city living. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't sure. nowadays, I don't know. You go to a fireworks show, people shooting. Stuff, yeah, so. apparently it all goes together know. now. Yeah, I, right. I think I think that's part of every aspect of life now, yeah. right? Yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I think I was thinking about that too. Like you know, like uh, going to large things, like going to like music festivals. Like this is gonna be dangerous. Um, don't I, name uh, any specific <laughs> ones because I believe <laughs> in bad juju, <laughs> and I believe <laughs> they are listening, and waiting for an idea. So I wasn't gonna, but now I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of that, right? Like you make you make of your life what you will. You make it good or bad. A lot of life will happen to you, right? Because there are billions of people out there and you're just one you. But in the spaces you control with the people that you love or you care about that actually give a shit what you think, you can make you can make that a thing, right? You know, like it, it, I think that's what I was saying before. It's like where I was like sort of anti-traditional. I was like, you know, people just made this up. You mm-hmm. just make it up. Like, no, every year we get together, we, d- we all sing this stupid song. That's dumb. Why are we doing this? <laughs> But it's also kind of funny because you can just start doing it, right? Like, we can start a family tradition right now, and, like, three generations hence, 
uh, you know, they're going to be arguing about it. You know, Grandpa Adam said that we get together on November 1st and we sing this song. It's a tradition. You know, whatever. And it's kind of silly, but whatever. Some people <laughs> take it seriously. And, you know, I, I think that's the part where you can be like, let's hold on to it because we can. But also let's throw it away because we can. It's not important. Those are two equally valid ways of doing it. And I, I, I enjoy that about life. Well, that took a positive turn. <laughs> I was afraid to to bring up what I had to say this many minutes over the hour, but uh, uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Doing a pop firecracker, is that what you said? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to play something on here? I was thinking about it. Uh, they do don't it. have what I'm looking for. You know, we got to work on that. All right, thanks, studio audience. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are done. <laughs> <laughs>